Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. It's June 4, 2012, and this is episode 338. Today we're going to take a look at the five winning images from the April 2012 MVP assignment on the theme of interesting plainness. Turnout for this assignment was up again which is great, so thanks to all of you that got involved and uploaded your images. And even if you didn't upload an image, I hope that you learned something from the process. If you want to get involved but not sure what to do, all of the details of how to upload your images the rules of engagement and an explanation of the voting process are posted in the assignment forum at martinbaileyphotography.com. Also note that even if you don't see this assignment related episode at the end of the month or the start of a new month for that assignment, I do also announce the theme in the assignment forum at the end of each month. So you can always look there if you're heading out on the first weekend of the month, say, and you're wondering what the theme is. Let's jump right in though and take a look at the incredible winning images for the interesting plainness assignment theme. Starting with the fifth place winner, Jack Andrus with Cube. And here's Jack's backstory. Thank you for your votes. To have achieved fifth place was a total surprise for me and my congratulations to all other placeholders who obviously did better than myself. I had made a personal commitment to enter every monthly assignment this year, and as the assignment deadlines come around, I'm reminded how short a month is nowadays. I was sitting at my desk looking at the images I had taken during the month with the assignment theme in mind, and I found myself rejecting all of them. I had taken some shots of my three-year-old daughter's doll's house with a pinhole homemade lens, but they just weren't working for me. I did, however, learn that when making a pinhole lens, you really need to make a very small pinhole for the image to work on a DSLR. I was trying to take an inside room shot with plain walls and furniture of the doll's house, yet having it interesting because of the pinhole effect and the miniaturization of the doll's house. My daughter thought it was great to be playing together. As to my image, Cube, with only an hour to go before the deadline for submissions, I handheld the camera and captured the image which is of the room ceiling corner above my desk. My lighting was a desk lamp pointed up into the corner. The wide open aperture of 1.4 helped with making the shot in poor light, but also helped with the use of a short depth of field to add confusion to the image. I then cropped and adjusted the image in Lightroom trying to make the image look as much as possible uh, an outside corner. Jack, I have to admit, until I read your backstory, I really thought that this was an outside corner of a cube. I think the element of confusion that you so masterfully added with the shallow depth of field here, makes this work so well. We associate depth of field or shallow depth of field with very small macro type images, which is why, of course, the TSE lenses uh, also make us feel as though we're looking at a diorama or a, 
a miniature model of a scene rather than the scene itself. It's also an exercise in lighting with the ceiling being brighter than the walls also makes us feel as though it's a cube being lit from the top with less light hitting the front two sides. I imagine that this was probably more of a happy accident than something that you calculated, although if it was calculated, that that would have been even more remarkable. Still, kudos to you, Jack, for seeing this and working the crop, etc., to accentuate the effect, and thanks for continuing your commitment to post a photo to each month's assignment this year. I totally understand how these months fly by, and you're a busy man, so I really do appreciate it. You're a model MVP community citizen. Thanks for so much. In fourth place is Donald Maguire with Linear, and here's Don's backstory. The High Line is a New York City linear park built on a 1.45 mile section of the former elevated New York Central Railroad spur called the West Side Line, which runs along the lower side of Manhattan. It has been redesigned and planted as an aerial greenway, opening in 2009. The rail line originally opened in 1934. The last trains operated in 1980 and it ultimately fell into decay until restoration started in 2006. Many cities have undertaken such rails-to-trails conversions. What is unique about this one, and especially significant for photography, is that it's elevated. This provides a unique perspective of the many buildings and streets along the route. On the morning of the 29th, a group of us taking a local creative photography class met to see what we could make of the setting. I found this vantage point provided a perspective of the architecture that is not available from street level. The IAC, or Interactive Core Building, completed in 2007 is especially eye-catching with dominant lines, form and subtle changes in shading that really lent itself to this assignment. When viewed in its entirety, the building resembles a beehive and is highly regarded in architectural circles. While I felt a full view of the structure was actually a more compelling photograph, I thought a tighter shot was more effective for this particular assignment at a focal length of 105mm using a Nikon D300S. As always, thanks to the MVP community for the sustained collaborative and supportive environment. Of course, thanks to Martin for pushing us all forward since 2005, sharing his journey and enriching ours. For this assignment, however, I would like to also say thanks for pulling me back. It is so easy to be enamoured of all of the post-processing tools available to us in trying to make the plane look extraordinary, that for me, this month, it was back to basics. Simply pressing the shutter, hoping that the plane could be made to look interesting. Well, you're very welcome, Don, on both counts. Although we have our friend Landon Michelson to thank for the theme, I totally understand that simplicity and plainness is not as easy as one might think. 
You did an incredible job of it with your photograph, Linear, though. I am in awe of those tones and, you know, in this image and the lines that you, you captured and the way you captured them are simply amazing. The gradation above and below each window looks so good, it could have almost been done in Photoshop anyway. But the fact that this is a straight photo out of the camera is a tribute to the location, the perspective, and of course, your eye for the composition and the ability to create the image. I love it. Thanks so much for getting involved, Don, and congratulations on fourth place. Moving along, in third place is Elise Anger with Emergence, and here's Elise's backstory. First, congratulations to With on his win with such an amazing image, and to the others who placed. Thank you to all who voted for my entry. This year, my project was to experience spring. Too many years have gone by where work has consumed my time and I miss the wonderful colours that emerge with the season. I was at a local arboretum early one cloudy morning after some overnight rain when the light was just perfect. The red tulips were in one of the garden beds. This swirling petal of the opening bud made a simple tulip more interesting than the more common tulips that I normally see. Although I took many photos, this one fit the theme the best. I made a small adjustment to the white balance and added some lens vignetting in Adobe Camera Raw to tone down the brightness of some unopened buds in the background. I made some other minor adjustments to increase the contrast and colour. Thanks again, Martin, for another challenging theme. Very well spotted, Elise. I agree that the petal around the tulip adds a wonderful element of interest. The lines in the whole image are beautiful and you're post-processing very subtle, to the point that I'd never have guessed what you'd done, which should pretty much always be the case, of course. But you've done it so well here. Excellent work as usual and congratulations on third place, Elise. And in second place is Jason Dolbier with Egg. And here's Jason's backstory. Wow, thanks for the votes and congratulations to all the winners. Thanks to Martin for a great assignment. It was a challenge. I focused on the plainness part of the assignment first. I wanted to go as plain as I could. So I decided to play with white on white. After thinking about it for a while, I decided to go with an egg and a white background. I used the 580 Canon flash to separate the egg from the background with the egg's shadow just outlining the top and the left side of the egg. My goal was to make the shadow the interesting part of the photo. Once I got the shot, I took it into Silver Effects Pro and converted to black and white, then to, then to Lightroom to add a square crop to the image. I felt that this type of crop gave the final image a little more interest. Thanks again. I totally agree, Jason. I think that, you know, I absolutely love the image. And this is one of those images that makes me want to say that the only thing I don't like about this image is that I didn't take it. 
It's simply beautiful and so simple yet very effective. Kind of like Jack's image that we looked at earlier, when I first looked at the thumbnail for this image, I thought it was a hole in something white being lit from the front. I was amazed to see that it was an egg when I viewed the image full size. The exposure and lighting is perfect and the tight crop leaving very little of the shadow uh, to the left there and removing the bottom and right side of the egg helped to deepen the optical illusion that you've created as well as accentuate the curve on the top edge and down the left side. Masterful work Jason, thanks very much for getting involved and congratulations on taking second place. And in first place is With Whiting with Snakes in the Grass. And here's With's backstory. First off, thanks for everyone who voted for my image. This is the first first place finish in a challenge since I joined the MVP forums four years ago. At that time, I remember being struck with how friendly, helpful and encouraging people were here. We are lucky to have such an oasis on the web. I've never run across a single other community like it and I must give credit to the people here for my growth as a photographer. As for my image backstory, I had decided to go out shooting one morning at our local woodland gardens. Though there were many flowers in bloom, I remember being frustrated because I just couldn't find an interesting subject to shoot. The flowers just weren't holding my attention and I remember being actually being bored taking pictures of them. Do you ever get that feeling when you're taking pictures but you know that nothing's really working? That was my morning. I had finally wound my way around to the end of the property where there was a pond with many grass reeds along the edge. I've walked past these on many occasions and would never think about photographing them. But this morning, each reed had a single water droplet on the tip of the blade as if it had been squeezed out. I created a number of macro images of single blades but the image I entered was the last shot I took that morning. It, I was drawn to the blades that had wilted over and liked how they leaned in opposite directions. The light was already fairly low being in a heavily shaded area, but there was enough light reflected from the sky to highlight the tops of these two, two reeds and provide some good contrast. I tried a number of things in post-processing but ended up settling on this low-key version where the exposure was pulled down one stop. I also adjusted the back black point and contrast to draw attention to blades in the foreground and to push the background into black. In the end there's a nice in interplay of forms between the sharp vertical blades and the lazier curved blades, which to me resembled snakes. Thanks again for a wonderful assignment. I haven't had a lot of time for photography, but these assignments give me an excuse to get out shooting. I'm pleased that the assignments get you out shooting with, and I'm very happy that you've enjoyed 
the time that you've spent with the MVP community. I totally agree that this remains the best community on the web with none of the petty bickering that you see so much of. I too am very happy to be a part of it. Almost the opposite to Jack and Jason's white images, you chose to go the other way and darken it down. And this works very well too. Some people don't like to see total blacks in photos, but I do this a lot myself. I think it works very well. It was great that you spotted those droplets uh, that surely do make the shot, as well as the lines, as you say, both verticals and the curves. It all comes together very well indeed. Congratulations on first place with, and thanks for continuing to get involved. Thanks to all five members again for taking the time to get involved and to post your backstories to share with us all. And indeed, thanks to everyone that gets involved in the assignment. Whether you placed or not, I hope you learned something by getting involved and trying to create something according to the theme. The theme for May was Sidelight, and the voting system is currently turned on until June 7, 2012. Just a few more days now. But if you're listening to this soon after release and you haven't done so yet, do drop by the MVP galleries.com website and cast your votes for your favorite five images the june assignment using another suggestion from our friend morton goldberg is interaction this gives you a lot of scope to work with various types of subject matter so let's have some fun during june too and see what we can come up with before we finish i'd also like to tell you about a new portfolio website that i'm putting together Having become a little disenchanted with the 500px portfolio thing that I've pointed people to for a while now, I decided to spend a little time and build a dedicated portfolio website of my own. It's not finished yet in that I have a few more portfolios to upload, but there's already enough content to see how the site is shaping up and I think you'll enjoy the size that you can view the images at. The main reason that I moved away from the 500px portfolios was because the images were too small. I've gone totally the opposite way with my new site. The portfolios link on the top page at martinbaileyphotography.com now takes you to this new site, but the address is simply martinbaileyportfolios.com if you want to take a look. And do let me know what you think if you have a minute. Next week, we have a great interview for you with Frederick Van Johnson from the TWIP podcast and Mediabytes.com. We recorded the interview as a live Google Plus Hangout with an audience, and it was a lot of fun. It gave people a chance to ask questions real time via the G Plus comments, making it more interactive than our usual episodes and interviews. The time zone will always be a problem for some of you with our audience being spread around the whole planet but if you'd like to watch future interviews or hangouts live or maybe even take part in them make sure that you follow me on google plus so that you can catch the notifications of what's coming up my g plus short link is mbp.ac slash g plus but there's a link to this and everything that i'm into on the top page at martinbaileyphotography.com 
so do drop by and take a look. In the meantime, you take care and have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye-bye.